Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Thank you. Wow. Good morning, Mansfield. Come on, good morning, Mansfield. How are we doing? Good, man. Hey, it's great to be here today. You know, um, Christian is such a great friend and the family is a great friend to us. And it's great to, hear, to meet Stephen and the family today, to meet you all. Um, it's going to be good this morning. I've got a feeling it's going to be good this morning. Um, can I ask that we all please stand a moment? Can we just pray together? Hallelujah. Just want us all, if we can just close our eyes a moment. Just take this opportunity to connect with heaven. Just begin to look to Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. And just begin to connect with heaven, just for a couple of moments. And just begin to, just, just to thank him. Just begin to bless him. Just begin to bless the Lord. Just begin to thank him for all he's done for you, all that he's brought you through. Father, we magnify you this morning. We exalt you in this place. Be glorified, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Be lifted up this morning. Begin to thank him. Come on, open your mouths, guys. Thank him. Father, we worship you today, God. We, we, we adore you. We glorify you, God. You're awesome in, our, in this place, O oh God. Father, we look to you this morning. Come on, begin to bless him. Has it been good to you? Come on, out of your heart. Let something flow from your heart today towards It's your opportunity right now. Father, you are awesome in this place. We magnify you. We glorify you. You're the King of kings. You're the Lord of lords. You're the great I am. Oh God, you are matchless, Lord God. You're awesome in wonder. You're worthy of the glory, of the honor, of the praise this morning. Father, out of our hearts, out of our mouths, we praise you today, God. We're so in love with you jesus we're so in love with you god oh god we bless you we bless you we bless you oh we bless you lord hallelujah 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 oh god we understand today apart from you we are nothing god apart from you we can do nothing lord we worship you we glorify you lord we magnify you god we don't hold back our praise this morning god we don't hold back our worship today we know where you brought us from we know what you've delivered us from god and we bless you this morning god in the name of jesus be exalted be exalted be exalted hallelujah be exalted be exalted be exalted be exalted, be exalted, be exalted, O oh Lord. We need your presence, God. We need a touch from you this morning, God. Be exalted, O oh God. Be lifted up, Jesus. Be exalted. Be exalted, God. Oh Lord, you're worthy. Oh Lord, you're awesome. Oh God, I'm hungry for your presence this morning, God. I'm hungry for you, God. I'm hungry for you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need your presence, oh God. You're holy, God. You're holy, God. Oh God, break every chain this morning. Break every chain. Let there be a freedom and liberating this morning, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, let there be a breaking of chains, Lord. Let every heaviness be lifted this morning in the name of Jesus. Oh, we welcome your presence in this place, oh God. We welcome your presence, oh God. We welcome you, Lord Jesus. We welcome you. We welcome you. Hallelujah. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. 
You are awesome in this place, our Father. You are worthy of our praise. To you our lives we raise. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. One more time, I sing that. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Abba Father. You are worthy of all praise. To you our lives we raise. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Guys, grab your seats. Take your seat, please. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. If you've got your Bibles with you guys, please turn to the book of Ephesians and chapter 4, verse 11. I'm going to share a couple of verses from this text with us. And then I want to speak to you about stepping up for God in 2018. Amen? Stepping up for God in 2018. Praise God. Are we there? Ephesians 4. I'm going to read from verse 11 to 16. Here we go. And he gave some apostles and, and, and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Praise God. Father, bless your word this morning. Stepping up for God in 2018. There's something about the ministry of Jesus. that The ministry of Jesus is a, a ministry, is in the business of life transformation. Uh, it's impossible to encounter Jesus, the, the living Christ, and to remain the same. When anybody or anything came into contact with Jesus Christ throughout scripture, there was transformation. There was change, there was progress, there was advancement. 
Stephen shared a bit earlier my story. I came to Christ um, in my early 20s, and I came at a point where uh, my, my dad had been in prison throughout my teenage years. I'd been homeless as a 16-year-old, and I was on a journey in life where I had no sense of vision or direction, but I encountered Jesus, and my life transformed. Uh, and my life has so moved. I'm now a, a best-selling author. Uh, I have my own company. My beautiful wife is here with me today. My beautiful daughter's around here somewhere. My life has totally transformed, and it is because I encountered Jesus. Praise the Lord. He transforms lives, guys. He transforms us from glory to glory. There's a moving forward all throughout Scripture. You know the story of the man in the gatherings in in Mark chapter 5. The Bible says that a man who was demon-possessed, he had been demon-possessed for a while. He was known by the people around to be tormented. He had been cutting himself and been in chains. And and he was clearly in a place of demonic possession, mental uh, confusion. And and the Bible says he encountered Jesus. And after encounter with the living Christ, it says he was found sat and clothed and in his right mind. This man went around preaching the gospel, telling of how God had transformed his life. When you encounter Christ, your life is transformed. Praise God. There's a lady with the issue of blood in the Bible. And the Bible says about many, many years, she suffered with this long-term problem. And I want to decree today, any long-term problem you're facing in your life will break in the name of Jesus. She had a long-term problem. She couldn't see a way out, tried everything, but she encountered Jesus. She grabbed the hem of his garment and her life was transformed. Jesus Christ is in the business of life transformation. The disciples met Jesus, young boys, some of them, teenagers, some of them, with no sense of direction necessarily of where they were going or life, what life meant, but they met Jesus. And he turned these young men and some older guys and he turned them into world changers. Isn't that amazing? These young men now filled with faith and with confidence and courage and boldness. And wherever they went, they said, surely they've spent time with Jesus. There's something about Jesus. And when you get into his presence, when you encounter him for real, he transforms your life and you are unrecognizable to those who knew you. The apostle Paul, he met Jesus. You know the story. He met Jesus and this man who once persecuted Christians, killed Christians, was known for being this guy who was, you know, really on the other side of the fence. And he encountered Jesus. And now this same man is responsible for writing nearly two-thirds of the Bible that we read today. How awesome is that? Going around the world, speaking to nations, transforming nations, communities. Our lives are transformed because of what God did in this man's life. Oh, I believe it's a tragedy for any of us to encounter Christ and stay the same. It won't be our portion, I pray in the name of Jesus. For any of us to encounter the living Christ, it's the expectation that our lives move forward. Someone say, I'm stepping up. Come on, say, I'm stepping up. When we encounter Christ, it's the expectation that the gift of God, the the power of God, the spirit of God on the inside of us is going to move us forward. I'm stepping up. There's a blind man in the Bible, another example for you. He's on the side of the road and he's, he's, just, he's just there and, he's, and he sees that Jesus Christ is in town and he, he begins to cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And he's been blind and imagine he's blind and he's begging and he's been through all the, for the whole of his life in this condition. But when he encounters the living Christ, his whole life is transformed, his whole experience is transformed. He's not the same man again and he goes around preaching and testifying and telling and jumping and dancing because he's encountered the living God. It's a change, it's a transformation, it's a transition, it's a, pro, it's a, mo- a moving forward. 
I'm praying the Lord will move us forward this year in the name of Jesus Christ. So what does it mean to step up? Step up means to take, number one, take responsibility. It means I'm not going to be blaming anyone else for anything else in my life anymore. I'm going to own this. I'm going to take 100% responsibility. That means I understand that I'm not going to make any more excuses for where I find myself, either in my spiritual life, in my career, in my relationships, wherever I am right now. I'm saying this year, I'm going to take responsibility. I'm stepping up. To, take, to, to step up means to take on new opportunities. As God opens doors for us, whether in church, un, uh, ministry opportunities, in our careers, in our family, it means that this year, I'm not going to sit still, stand still. When God opens a door, I'm going to walk through it. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say I'm available, Lord. I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready to serve you. I want to give my life to you, God. I'm available. I'm going to take on some new opportunities. The step up means to get out of your comfort zone. Every one of us has a comfort zone. An invisible circle drawn around our life, like an, an emotionally safe place for us. And we find ourselves in there. Our family are in there. Our, our friends are in there. Our, our, all of our comfortable stuff are inside of our comfort zone. But guys, your destiny your purpose, your highest potential, what God has called you to do and to be. Uh, it's not in there, guys. It's outside there. It's outside of your comfort zone. Somewhere, somehow, this year, guys, I believe that in all of my heart, God is saying to us, stick a step out. Just get out of your comfort zone. Oh, you're familiar there. You're, you're comfortable there. You're used to being there, but I've called you to greater. This year, we're stepping out of our comfort zone in Jesus' name. Come on, say, I'm stepping up. Say it like you mean it. Come on, stepping up. This uh, stepping up means to launch into the deep. You know the story of the disciples are in the boat and Jesus says to them, fish, go on the other side. And it means to launch into the deep, a place of new, we've been fishing on this side all this time. We've been trying it this way. We've been doing it this way. We've been toiling all through the night, trying things in a certain way, a certain mindset, a certain paradigm. But we're going to try and fish in on the other side. We're going to try a different way of doing things. We're going to put a new mindset on my situation, get a new perspective, launch out into the deep. What is the deep that God is calling you out into this year? What's God saying to you about where you're at? And it's been, maybe there's a, there's a vision he's placed in your heart or a, a dream he's given you. And you've, you've been saying, no, I'm not sure if I can do this. Or you've been procrastinating about it. it. It's God saying to you now, launch out into the deep this 2018. To step up means to shake off limitations. It means to literally sometimes physically shake off limitations, shake off whatever mental, emotional, spiritual, environmental, social limitations you've placed on yourself. Stories you've told yourself about who you are in God or about what your background means and all these different stories that we, today, this year is we're shaking off limitations. In our thinking, in our attitude, in our mindset, in our, in our dreaming, we're saying, God, you're able we're stepping up in the name of Jesus. The step up means to not settle. There are times where we, where we need to say, you know what, God, I'm staying. I'm, I'm going to be content right here. But there are times we say, you know what, God, I recognize that we're doing okay, but there's more. There's more. There's more you can do in me and through me and through us as a community here at, at Mansfield. There's more, God. We're going to not settle for just for average, God, or just for good enough, God. We're going to say, God, we're stepping up to the next level. We believe in you for transformation in our community, across this area. We want to see this play field and, and kids and young people being impacted across our, our community. God, we're stepping. We're not settling just for this. There's more, God. Come on. I'm stepping up. 
It means to move forward. It means to advance. It means to take charge. Step up means to arise and shine and, and make an impact, make a difference where you are. We're called to be difference makers. Wherever we go, we are the light in the darkness. Wherever we are positioned in our place of work, in our family, in our home, in our community, wherever God has placed us, we're called to be the difference makers. We are the light. Hallelujah. The light of God in us. We're the difference makers, guys. We've got to step up this year. It means to have faith for the supernatural. Praise God. We've got to see beyond the natural into the supernatural realm and believe the word of God as it is written is real. Now, genuinely, like, like I believe that what has happened, what, whatever miracles, signs and wonders have been demonstrated in this word, of, in this Bible, are, are real for me right now. I'm going to have faith to believe that even though I can't see it, it's going to happen. I'm going to have faith to see the invisible and do the impossible. I'm going to have faith this year, even though it's not within my skill set, even with my, my academic qualifications don't match up, God, but I'm going to go for that job. I, I'm going to believe you, God, this year, even though there's only a few of us here, but by the end of the year, God, we're going to have the place packed out. I'm going to have faith to believe that, God, all of our financial needs are going to be met this year, even though I can't see the job right now. I'm believing you, God. Faith for the supernatural. We're stepping up. Come on, say, I'm stepping up. In Jesus' name. The step up means to not ask what can God do for me, but what can I do for God? What great thing can I do for God this year? That's what it means. What great thing can I do for God this year? It's the the burning question of my heart. And my wife and I have been speaking about God. What can we do for you this year? It's not about God. Can you bless me? Yes, we want blessing. But God, what great thing can I do for you this year? I'm stepping up. And so there are... So what are the barriers to stepping up? What, gets in, what holds us back from stepping up? What, what causes some of us to, even though we're filled with this, this great hope and this great power, how, how, what stops us? Well, number one, some people think that, you know, the, the top job in the body of Christ is the pastor. And so they say to themselves, well, I'm only a teacher, you know, or, or I'm just a doctor or uh, I'm just a, a, a parent that stays at home, or, you know, and they, they diminish who they are in Christ and they see that the pastor is the only one that's got this anointing and authority and confidence and boldness and courage and that's meant for the pastor and not for anybody else. And guess what, guys? It's a lie. The, the truth is that of all the millions of Christians in the world, maybe two, one or two percent will end up being behind the pulpit at some point. And the other millions are out there in the world, and God is saying, guess what? Hey, don't, you're not just, don't ever say you're just this or you're just that. You're anointed, you're called, you're chosen. You've got the same power of God flowing through you to work through you wherever you are, wherever you might be. God is saying, if you're a teacher, teach in that place and bring my presence. If you're a mom at home, let your home be your church. Let, bring the presence of God wherever you are. You're called. Some people don't, don't step up because, they, because of the cares of the world. In Luke 18, 14, it says, And that which fell on among the thorns are they which, when they, they have heard, go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. Concerned about worldly pursuits, more so than about the, the things of God or intimacy with God, and going after finance and money and we love to we love there's nothing wrong with money finance all good 
But where money is a, it's a great servant, but a terrible master. And if we make money our God, and guess what? We begin to stray away from the things of God and the, the cares of the world overwhelm us. And now uh, we're not stepping up into the things of God as we're called to do. Sin can stop us. Massive reason. The very reason why Christ came into the world was to deliver us from sin. For us to have victory over sin. Set us free from sin. No longer bound. Free to worship God. Free to live a holy and righteous life now in freedom and in peace of mind. Hallelujah. And so if we continue to live in a state of of habitual sin, willful sin, then we're kidding ourselves. Because the truth is that sin separates us from God. It separates us. Now, now we, we find ourselves in a, an inner battle looking great on the outside perhaps, but inwardly we're struggling. And we're not able to step into the things of God because we're making one step forward and three steps back. I'm praying that God will help us today and set us free in the name of Jesus. Sin can cause us to stop from stepping up. Laziness can stop us stepping up. Just being lazy. Saying I'll do it and never doing it. I'm being practical today here, guys. Some of us know that God has called us to certain things, to do certain things, and we're just lazy. And we're saying, God, I know you want me to do this, but God, and we're just stuck to the bedsheets, and we can't move forward. And negative mental attitude. Just copies always half empty, never half full. You've met those kind of folk where you, you'll be coming into, uh, you're coming to work maybe, and you feel like you're going to have an amazing day today, because it's going to be an awesome day, and they'll be like, yeah, but it's going to rain later. Oh, the traffic. Oh, they'll say something to bring the mood down. They're inherently negative people. It's difficult to step. I've never met anybody, Christian leader or otherwise, who was doing great things, who had a negative attitude. I haven't seen any. Can hold us back. Self-doubt can hold us back. The imposter syndrome. Comparing ourselves to others and saying, well, they're more qualified than me or they're more confident or they look better than me or they're... And we compare ourselves and the imposter syndrome can stop us from stepping up into the things of God. Guys, you're unique. You're blessed in your own design. You're perfectly and fearfully and wonderfully made as you are. There's no need to compare to anything or anyone else that can stop us stepping up. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Stopping us, stepping up, fear. Listening to the voice of the enemy sometimes. Hearing the enemy saying, no, you're not good enough or you can't do this or you, know, you can't go there or you this and And all these negative voices sometimes want to hold us back and stop us from stepping up into the next level that God has for us. We want to break that in Jesus' name. Refusal to change. Some people don't want, they refuse to change. Oh, this is how I've always been. This is how I always know it to be. And because I was born this way, my dad was this way, my mom was this way, we're all this way, and so this is how I'm going to be, and that's that. And they're stuck in their ways, stuck in the mud, we call them. Guys, if we're not changing, we're dying, right? We're going backwards. It's a law of nature, constantly changing, learning. We're open to learning new things, open to new challenge, open to new ideas, new ways of thinking, guys. I want to encourage us this year to overcome, if we feel like we're stuck, to get out and try some new things. Allowing the past or present environment to dictate to us what we will become instead of what the Word of God says. 
can start some of us from stepping up. We look at our home environment, our family environment, our, our past story, our testimony, and we allow that to condition us and say, oh, well, so far and no further for you. I come against that in Jesus' name. We will not be chained by environment in Jesus' name. You know, so I've had people come to me several times and say, Errol, hey, I've got this great idea. I want to start this great business or this great project or this, I've got this ministry idea. I say, great, hey, just go in there, put it on paper for us in the one page and just send me an email with it, an outline of what you want to do and the email never comes. They never go that step forward and say, here it is. I'm really serious about this. And here's my idea on paper. Guys, I want to encourage us this year, whatever that thing that God has placed on your heart to do, to be that dream he's given you, step up. Get it on paper. Say, hey, Pastor Stephen, I've been thinking about this. Come on, now's the time, guys. This year, hey, uh, you know, my employer at, work, employer at work, hey, you know, manager, line manager, whatever, I've been thinking about this. It's time to step up. So why step up? What, what are the advantages or the benefits of stepping up? Well, number one, we fulfill our purpose. Hallelujah. We fulfill our purpose. Every single one of us is here for a reason. I believe that. My, my number one passion or thing in life is, is to help people to realize and fulfill their purpose in life. It's a tragedy when people don't, I believe. I was in a taxi two days ago in London, chatting to the driver. I got my first Uber for the first time ever. I'm in this Uber taxi, and um, this Chinese guy, and he was chatting, and he's saying to me, hey, you know, when I was uh, younger, I, I, did, I got a first-class honors degree in chemistry, and I had nobody in my life at a young age, like you, he's saying to me, like I told him my story and stuff, no one like you to help me to, to, to develop that and, de- and to, to nurture that and bring out that full potential. So now I find myself here driving taxis all day long. And I wish I had someone else to guide me and bring that out of me. God, I pray, I, I sincerely pray that all of us in here would step into our greatness step into those challenges and step through them with faith in God and realize our full potential. No matter how old we might be or how young we might be, there's something that God has called us to do but requires us to step up and fulfill that. When you step up, you begin to see the the kingdom of God come to earth. Hallelujah. Stepping up is a prerequisite for the kingdom of God to come. Our, our heart's desire is God. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Maybe there are folk whose destinies, whose salvation is dependent upon you stepping up. Maybe there are people whose lives, whose purposes are connected to you and, and we're waiting for you to step up and do what it is that God has called you to do. You're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. You're not just anybody, guys. You're not just any kind of, you know, you're somebody. You matter. You're part of the picture. You're significant. You count. You're, you're valuable. You're worth it. Come on, you're somebody. Got to step up. When we step up, guys, there are no regrets. I often say to my wife, I want to leave this earth knowing that I've done all that God has called me to do. No regrets. I've done everything. We have that confidence, guys, when we step up. And we say, you know what, God? I've given everything for you. All that you've placed in me to do, my gifts and my talents, I've used them for you. My passion and my purpose, I've given it to you, God. I know, I'm, I'm cool. I've run my race. To not step up is to be average. It's to be mediocre. 
It's to just be a part of the crowd. It's just to be another number, another statistic. But that's not who we're meant to be. We are the light of the world. We're different. We're unique. We are atmosphere changers. We are world changers. That's who we are. We have to step up, guys. When you, when you do step up, your life becomes a positive example to your family, to your friends, to community of what God is able to do. I had the privilege of preaching a message in Jamaica a few years ago at a church and my dad was in the, in the congregation. And I was sharing the gospel and the, did the altar call and, and my dad came and gave his life to the Lord. Now, that was just one of the most amazing moments. My family beginning to transform as a result of what God has done in my life. And back in Birmingham, I, I was preaching the message one day. In fact, it was my mom's baptism. My mom was being baptized and I had the privilege of actually doing the baptism. And so I got in the water and up before that, my, my mom had invited all of her family, her brothers and her sisters along. My nan was there. All of my relatives were there, you know, in the congregation. And I was chosen to preach that day as well. So imagine this. Just imagine the, just imagine the moment where, you know, you know what it's like? You've got the, the kind of the, the black sheep in the family, the kid that's always bad, always in trouble. Everyone in the family knows that they're really bad, you know. They've got this whole kind of negativity around them. So they all know me as that kid. Not really see my journey into Christ. And now they see me preaching the gospel in the church. They're all there watching, like, and I'm preaching this gospel. People are getting saved into the service. And then I'm baptizing my mom. My whole family is beginning to transform. My sister's a Christian. My brother's got saved. My, my whole life. And guys, when you step up into the things of God, to what God has called you to do, I really believe your family will be transformed. Your community around you will be transformed in Jesus' name. It's for us to step up, guys. We've got to step up. When you step up, guys, you, you experience the blessing and the favor of God in your life. Like, I, my wife is amazing. Like, I would not have this marriage that I have, my, the family that I have. The, it's like God has blessed me. Two weeks ago, I was chosen. I was in the Birmingham Post newspaper. Um, the Power 250, they call it. The 250 most powerful and influential people within the West Midlands. Big half page spread, Errol Lawson, 250. Like, how on earth? Like, what on earth? Like, huh? how am I in this paper? It's God. It's the blessing of God. It's the favor of God. And I know I've given my life to God. And guys, I'm saying this not to impress you, but to impress upon you that when you say, God, I'm all yours. I'm stepping up. Whatever it is you've called me to do, God, I'm going to give you my very best in the house of God here. There's a place where you can be serving right now. God, I'm going to make myself available to you. I'm going to serve you and give my time. I'm going to sacrifice. When I got saved, I'd come into the church when I was about 24, 25 years old. And I'd be the person just just praising God at the back. And and then I ended up staying behind and and packing chairs away to help out. And I'd I'd drive the minibus for the seniors up and down on a Thursday to their seniors club. And I'd, I'd be the cleaner in the church. I was a caretaker for like a year or two in our church before I even got into ministry. I just wanted to serve God. I wanted to be available and just to be in the serving the things and the purposes of God. That's all I wanted to do. No intention for a position. I don't believe there really are positions in, in, in the body of Christ. It's all about serving God, right? I just wanted to give God everything. That's all I wanted to do, guys. Step up. Just stepping up. Just stepping up. I get to spend a lot of time with Christian these days. And for me, he's just such an inspiration. A great example of, of stepping up, you know. Um, uh, there are lots of churches in the UK and around the world 
many are declining, many are having challenges, many are struggling with all kinds of different issues and stuff. But whenever I sit with Christian, it's always a sense of, Errol, hey, we're doing great things here, but we're stepping up. Oh, we've gone so far this year, but we believe in God for that building. We believe in God for that community center. We believe in God for that community. We believe in God for more. We're stepping up. And such a great, are you guys in a great church? With great, don't take for granted the great church you have, the great leaders you have, the great opportunities you have. It's just, it's not normal. It isn't normal. Like to be in a church like you is not normal. It isn't. I, believe me. You're blessed. <laughs> You're blessed. So step up into the blessing. Grab it with both hands and say, God, how can I serve? How can I make a difference? How can I be of service and value in this community? Step up this year and look what God will do. So how do we do it? How do we step up? Some practical things, right? Number one, we've got we to set goals. We've got to set goals. I believe in goal setting. And we don't make our goals God our God, but we, say, we don't hold them to too tightly that we can't let them go if God says to. Recently, my wife and I were, we were coming from the gym one night and uh, it was about 10 o'clock at night before we had Gabriella. And um, we were coming out of the car and as we're coming out of the car, it's quite dark and some guys are walking up the road towards us, four or five of them and hoods on as well, like in the middle of the road. A bit strange it was. Like, okay, a bit shady. Well, this is what's happening here, you know. We start walking around the car, and then one of them walks over towards us, takes off his hood. I know you. I know you. You came to my school years ago, and you helped me to set my goals. And I remember, and, I, I, and my goal was to get to uni, and I got into uni, and I've always wanted to say thank you because you helped me to set my goals. I was like, wow. We were, like, we were shocked at me. Like, didn't even know his face or didn't recognize him or anything. But it reminds me of the power of setting goals. The importance and the value of setting goals. Where do we want to be by the end of this year? In our spiritual life, in our relationships, in our career, in our business, in our family. Where do we see ourselves? Even three, even five years from now, what are we believing God for? See, if you don't have anything to aim at, if you aim at nothing, you hit nothing. Or you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. One young man at age 11, he says to his primary school um, PE teacher, he said, Sir, when I grow up, sir, I want to achieve three things, he says. I want to play for Man United, I want to captain England, and I want to marry a pop star. Who do you reckon that was? It wasn't me, no, it wasn't me. Who was it? David Beckham, yeah, you're right, David Beckham. Apparently his dad has a plaque at home in the bathroom commemorating when he set those goals at age 11. Power setting goals. I want to encourage you guys. Obviously, he achieved all three, whether you think his wife's a pop star or not. You know, she was, you know. But uh, he achieved those three goals. If you're going to step up this year, guys, you've got to make a, decision, make a decision to say, I'm going to reject average and be the best that I can be to the glory of God. It's a choice. I'm going to reject average and mediocre. I'm going to be the best that I can be to the glory of God. I am going to be the best that I can be to the glory of God. I choose that. It's a choice. It's a decision. How else do we step up? Number three, we've got to make genuine repentance. Sincere repentance. So that means, repentance means to say, God, I'm going to turn away from sin and, my, and the way I've been living and turn towards you and your righteousness. But genuinely, sincerely, it means to get before God for real and say, God, I'm going to give you everything. 
No more compromise. No more in-between. No more mixture, God. I'm going to give you all of God. And by his grace, he will help us. By his grace, he will help us. How else do we step up? We've got to devote ourselves to the fear of the Lord. Let me explain that. In Psalms 119 verse 38, David says, Establish thy word unto thy servant, who is devoted to thy fear. And I've been thinking on that and meditating on that. He says, who has devoted himself to thy fear? He's not saying, God, I'm really scared of you. He's saying, God, I, I, I reverence you. I reverence your holiness and your righteousness. So, such so, God, that I, I live in awe of you. I've devoted myself to living in awe of you. And everything that I do, I acknowledge that you are watching me. That you see everything. You know everything, God. And I've devoted myself to living in this place of intimacy and connection and holiness in relationship with you. I've devoted myself to thy fear. That's our goal for the year, guys. We've got to step up in our relationship with God. How else do we step up this year? We, we need to find a mentor or invest in ourselves. Yeah, so... All through the Bible, so many examples of, of mentorship-type relationships from Samuel and Eli and Elijah and Elisha and all the way through the Bible, the disciples, Paul and the, everywhere. Who is speaking into our lives? Who do we have in our circle right now, our intimate circle that we can sit with and spend time with and bring our challenges and our questions to and say, help me navigate through this. How did you navigate through this? Can you guide me on this? Who do we have in our well, whether a family member or a friend or somebody in church, we can sit with and say, I'm believing God. This is my dream. This is my God dream. This is my God vision. Can you walk me through this? We need men and women in our lives, guys, who can mentor us through our journey. Somebody said once that the five people you spend the most time with um, a, a, a picture of where you're going in life. The law of association, they call it. The five friends we spend the most time with, we end up being like, they say. So we're going to find a community of people who are going to invest in us, help us to grow, help us to... We've got to get around the right people. This year, how else do we step up this year? We, we make spiritual growth and our relationship with God our number one goal this year. Ultimately, our goal is to make heaven, Right? Number one, we want to make heaven. But this year, I want to encourage us to say, this year, my relationship with God, my devotion with God, my, my, my intimacy with God, my prayer life, my Bible reading, my, my fasting, this year, my number one goal, God, is to grow in intimacy and relationship with you. And as you do that, he's going to move you forward. He's going to elevate you. He's going to promote you. He's going to cause his glory to shine from you wherever you go, automatically. Praise God. And we've got to be disciplined this year. We've got to be disciplined if we're going to step up. I'm believing God that this year is going to be an amazing year for all of us, for Arena, for Mansfield. But it won't happen without us as well. Right? God will do what God's going to do, but he works in partnership with us as well. He works through us. He reveals his grace through us, his mercy through people. His power through people. His love through us. We've got to get on board, right? So I want us to pray. I want us to pray. 
See, maybe we're here today and we're hearing this message and we're saying, God, I hear it and, you know, I'm, I'm just not in a relationship with you right now. I'm just not connected to you. My prayer is that there'll be no negative carryover from last year into this year, you know. No negative carryover. Fresh start, new start. And today's a great opportunity to say, God, I want to give you everything. I'm going to surrender to you, God. I'm going to give my life to you for real. I want to get connected and committed to you for real, God, this year. And if you're here today, you're saying, God, I want to get into a relationship with you. I want to, I want to live for you for real. We want, we want to pray for you today. We want to pray for you. So I'm going to ask everybody, please, to repeat, repeat this prayer after me, if you will. Just say, Lord Jesus. Come on, last and last. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. I acknowledge you as my Lord and my Savior. Today, I turn away from doing my own thing and I choose to live for you and your righteousness. Come into my heart. Make me whole and help me to live for you as a child of God from this day forward. In Jesus' name. While your heads are still bowed a moment and your eyes are still closed, if you pray that prayer today and you really meant it, you're saying, God, I want to live for you for real. No more in between, God. I want to give you everything. I want to live for you. I want to step up in my relationship with you this year, God. If you pray that prayer and you meant it, I want to pray for you this morning. That's just to raise your hand where you are, if you will. If you pray that you meant it, God, I want to give you everything this year. Just raise your hand where you are. We're going to pray for you. No one's looking around. I see your hand. God bless you, sir. God bless you. 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 Is anybody else? You say, I want to give you all this year, my all in all. Hallelujah. You can put your hand down, sir. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand, sir. God bless you. You know. That God has deposited amazing things in you. You know you've been in the shadows. You know you've not been where you, you need to be. You've not stepped up to where you could be in your serving, in your ministry, even in your giving. You know there's more. If that's you this morning, just raise your hand where you are. I'm going to pray for you. Is anybody else? One last appeal. One last appeal. I see your hand. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you, guys. God bless you. God bless you. Come on, let's all stand to our feet, if you will, please. Let's all stand to our feet. Hallelujah. 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 We're stepping up. We're stepping up. We're stepping up. We're stepping up. We're stepping up, God. We're stepping up for you, Lord, this year. Hallelujah. 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 More of your glory, God. More of your power in our lives this year, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. We're stepping up this year, Lord. If you raise your hand earlier, just make your way to the front here, if you will, please. Come on, just come on down. Just come on down. You're, stepping, you're not coming to me. You're stepping out as a, as, a, as a sign, as a symbol that, you know what, God, I'm stepping out. This year, I'm stepping up. You're saying every step you take to the front here, you say, I'm stepping up. I'm stepping up. I'm stepping up. Every step you walk to the front, you're saying, I'm stepping up. I'm stepping up. I'm stepping up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Come on, begin to talk to the Lord. Let's begin to tell him. God, I'm stepping up this year, God. I give you everything, God. All I have is yours, God. All I am, God. My gifts, my talents, my, my time. I'm choosing to sacrifice. God, I want you to be made. Oh, you, I want you to sit on the throne of my life, God. I want your kingdom to come in the earth, God. God, none of me and all of you this year, God. All of your presence. None of self, none of flesh. All of you this year, God. Oh, God, oh, God. I will give you all of my worship, God. I will give you all my worship. And I will give you all my praise. Go on. Whatever's on your heart, bro. Whatever's on your heart, bro. Let's lead us. Oh. It's time to connect with God right now. Just begin to worship God. It's all for you, Lord. I'm making a fresh commitment today, God. A fresh determination, Lord. A fresh decision, God. A fresh yes this morning, God. A fresh yes to you today, Lord. Yes to your will. Yes to your way, God. Yes to your way, Lord. 